Hey everyone, I'm David, aka PV Plant Guy, and I'd like to welcome you to Plant Personalities, the podcast where I interview some of social media's most interesting plant influencers. As content creators, we often focus on a few topics. If you know me, I'm obsessed with plants, my now three golden retrievers, and sharing my fitness journey. I started this podcast because I want to get to know the people behind their social media profiles, and I think you'd like to get to know them too. Who are they when they aren't on social media? And what are, what are their favorite things when they're doing when we aren't watching them on Instagram or TikTok? Where does their inspiration come from? Today, I am graced with the presence of Plant Me Paul, aka Paul. Paul is someone who I have gotten to know over the past few years. We started our Instagram journeys roughly at the same time before COVID. So i like to introduce everyone to Paul. Paul, how are you doing today? Hey, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Hey, I'm I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for spending your Sunday morning. Well, I guess it's afternoon now with me. Yeah. Um, how's everything going in NYC? Uh, uh, not bad. It's we just had a little snowstorm on Friday, so uh, it's mostly cleaned up, but it's very cold. So I kind of wish I was down in Florida with you. Yeah, we. Um, it's actually been beautiful this past weekend. Um, I think the high is like, I don't know, 75 today. It's partly cloudy. The sun is coming through the windows. I, I can't be more thankful. Ugh, I'm so jealous. You're like in the panhandle, right? No, I'm in uh, northeast Florida in the Jacksonville area. So like very close to oh, Savannah, okay. Georgia, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, does it what, get humid by you? Oh, it's humid all year round. All year, oh, okay. all year round. Okay. Does it get humid? <laughs> that's a that's a funny question. I was gonna question. say, well, since you're pretty north, maybe, but probably not yeah. as Miami, right, or Fort Lauderdale. I mean, it's kind of like low country where I am ish. Like, so low country is very hot and humid, and yeah, uh, you walk outside oh, okay. and it's kind of like a punch to the face, especially in the summertime. But in the winter, like when it gets cold, it gets like cold humid. Um, so it's good for all the house plants. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Unlike my apartment right now, where they probably all hate me. Yeah, so like, what do you do with your drafts and, um, and everything? Drafts aren't too bad because I my landlord recently put in new windows in my apartment, um, so I don't really have drafts. Isn't really too much of an issue, but I think because of the exposed brick, like that's kind of where the cold water or cold air gets in. Because like my room is always freezing, so. Um, and I don't put on the heat too often. So right. I try not, I try and keep like the temperature relatively constant throughout the year. Cause I find the plants do better if there isn't too much fluctuation. Right. And what's interesting, I think, pardon if you hear my dogs in the background, we just had a delivery come through. Um, it's okay. What I think you're known for on social media is your exposed brick in your apartment. Like anytime I see that come through, you know, my reels or my feed, it's just like a gorgeous backdrop for any content content that you create yeah i def- definitely got lucky um just one of those you know pre-world buildings because i didn't have it really in my last apartment um i've only had like one other apartment that had exposed brick and it's great because you don't really have to decorate <laughs> yeah right and i guess the only decorations you have are your plants <laughs> yeah um but if you do want to hang stuff it is kind of annoying because you got to get a special drill but other than that um, oh yeah i wouldn't yeah. even fuss with that yeah did, so did you did your houseplant journey get started in the apartment that you're currently living in? Uh, no. Technically, it was my last apartment, which is when I started my Instagram. So you like scroll all the way back in my early feed. You'll see that it was like um, 
the walls were kind of like a grayish blue. So a lot of that was kind of in my feed. Um, but that's kind of like where it started. And that apartment, even though it got West light, um, I was on the second floor and there was like basically another part of the building that was attached, but we had like this flat roof that separated the two. So I actually didn't really get great light in that part of the apartment. Even though right, and I mean that's that's part of being in the city. You could have obstructions by building or trees or whatever, even though you you face a desirable direction. I know, but this one's much better. So, how did you get into house plants? Um, so, I mean, when I graduated grad school, um, I got a basic pothos and. I kept that alive for like the longest time. And now I've kind of basically given it away. Um, but that was like my one houseplant. And at the time, I did, obviously didn't really know anything about houseplants. I just knew, okay, it's droopy, I'll water it. And then it kind of perked up later when I got home from work. But when I was in my last apartment, I got, and it's basically my first picture on my Instagram, but I got basically a, a long planter. And uh, I got three plants. One of them was a palm. The other two, I didn't even know what they were. And it was in a pot with no drainage. I didn't even repot myself. I had the store do it because I was nervous repotting. And it just exploded. It did really well. And I was like, oh, maybe I can actually keep a few plants alive. So then I got a little more. And it just kind of slowly progressed from there because I was like, oh, this is fun. I, I can do this. It looks cute. Makes me happy. <laughs> So that's kind of it. Nothing super crazy or interesting. It's not like I had a childhood of plants in the house or we had, we grew tomatoes growing up, but like there was nothing from an early childhood that kind of catalyzed my interest. It was kind of just as an adult, really. But I think your story is so relatable because that's how so many people get into houseplants. They bring home one, two, or three. They realize that, hey, like this is pretty easy. Like I can take care of this plant. It's grown so much. And then they go out to the store and then they just find themselves months later with like 20 plus houseplants and they don't even realize that they put themselves in that situation. I mean, yeah, that's basically kind of what happened to me. Like it just kind of slowly grew and I was like, okay, let me find room for this. And like, oh, I can put one here. Oh, there's like some light over here. I can do that. Like I knew the basic premise of like, okay, it needs light, needs water. And then I kind of just, as I was posting pictures to like my main, which I guess really isn't even my main Instagram account. Um, I was like, maybe I should just start a plant one because I feel like all my friends are getting tired <laughs> of seeing this on my way one. And now I barely use the other account. Right. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. And I feel like a lot of other people are too. It's more like a, oh, this is just like, let me post this just for the people who don't follow my plant Instagram and yeah. kind of, you know, want to know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. Which, and I barely even post on that. It's usually just to kind of repost one of my stories from the plant account. Right. I feel like my main Instagram or my, like my personal Instagram is basically like any time that we like go out and we're dressed up, me and my husband, John, we get a picture together and I'll just say okay like here is you know here's us here's you know congratulations so and so you got married or like here is here are my dogs yeah <laughs> pretty much pretty much but yeah i mean it's a lot of work just to maintain one account i can't imagine if i had to put the same amount of effort in my other account right right so um do you count your house plants do you know how many you have 
Um, I haven't counted in a while, but I know it's over a hundred. So I want to say like in the teens, maybe like somewhere between one ten and maybe one twenty. That is that amazes me because you have. I mean, you live in a smaller apartment in New York City. I can't imagine yes. like it's tiny. Like, just say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the city. That's what you get. You know, unless you're yeah. spending like millions of dollars. Um, so yeah, props to you for making it look super pretty because some of the things that I've struggled with are, you know, how do you have so many house plants and not make it look like a jungle? Yeah. Um, I mean, most of my plants are small, like most are going to be between like four to six inch pots. Like I don't have a lot of large plants. I probably have one, I'm looking around really quick, two, three plants that are in like 10 inch pots but everything else is like pretty small so it's it's doable right and i i'm the same way i'd rather have like smaller plants that eventually grow because if i bring home like a giant whatever i'm not gonna have anywhere to put it i do get jealous of some of the folks that have those bigger plants but i just don't have the space i know same i do i'm like wow so big so beautiful especially like um, I don't know if you all count Craig Milron. He lives yes. in Australia. Like yes. his plants, humongous and beautiful. I just like I'm like, is this real? Right, right. I I and he has some of the like more tropical plants that thrive in humidity. So I'm like, does his house is his house just always like super humid? Does he yeah, live in so. a greenhouse? I don't know. I guess we'll have to ask him sometime. I know, I'm so jealous. <laughs> but yeah. I wish I could have more room for bigger ones. So you make a lot of reels and TikToks. I want to know where you get your inspiration for them. Uh, where, where does your creativity come from? Um, most of the time, it's not original. I'll tell you that much. It's usually stuff of like I see on like TikTok, and I'm like, I'll see something. I try and find like a trending audio, and I'm like, oh, I can do this, but I'll make it plans. Right. So, for example, the one of my first reels, and that was actually the first reel that went viral, uh, was me like cleaning um, one of my Monstera leaves. And I, mm-hmm. I think it was like a Billy Joel song. It's like, I don't care what you say, this is my life. Um, and it just, apparently, I was the first person to use that audio on Instagram because now. I've like, since I've used it, I've had like, I get so many notifications of like, so-and-so used your audio. Even oh, so though, you're the original creator of that I song. Guess, yeah, I guess. On so. Instagram. Yeah. But I found it on TikTok. And when right. I saw, when I saw someone do it, I was like, oh, I could do that and make it plants. And yeah. And then it just kind of exploded. So it's usually just other things I see that kind of just spark something like ah i think i could do that um yeah that's kind of that's kind of my inspiration every so often i'll think of something original but it doesn't doesn't happen very often right so you're just the kind of like um you you like to jump on all the trends that are out there and make it plants Uh, i try i try if i think it's relatable or funny or educational um if it's just like whatever, I'll just like post to TikTok because whatever. But since I feel like I have more of a um, interested following on Instagram, I try and make it a little more in depth and interesting. 
Right. So I noticed that you like to wear heels in your reels and your mm-hmm. TikToks. So Girl, talk a little bit I, about that. Um, I mean, I have to say probably Christopher Plant Queen kind of sparked that interest. Um, and I've hung out with him a few times and he's always like such a joy to hang out with, especially when we go like plant shopping or to the botanical garden. And then, um, yeah, I just like got a pair. Cause like, I mean, obviously I've worn them before. Like you go to fire Island, there's always people that have heels and stuff, but, um, I don't know. It just, it's fun. It's like different. It's like in some ways empowering, Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know it's so just on me being silly and just like showing a different side of myself because it's not something I think you see often and I just want also people to know like uh, clothing whether it's you know regular clothes heels whatever not specific to like one gender right just right when my things fell off no that's awesome and I totally respect that because I would never feel comfortable wearing heels like that's just not (laughs) something that I would do but I respect other people that you know have the power and just do whatever with it yeah I mean and that's that's totally cool so like in some aspects I like to do it because I want people to see like you know this is okay to do you know be yourself live unapologetically Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe because I'm raised in the north and just like don't really give two f's about anything right (laughs) like has hardened me i'm just like yeah whatever which is awesome i love that and so are there any other occasions where you do wear them like would you like go to a club and wear them or is it just kind of like you said fire island Um, or just like making a reel at home uh i mean they are not comfortable at all (laughs) And I'm still, like, learning how to, like, kind of walk in them and be comfortable in them. So would I wear them to a bar? Maybe. But, like, I would definitely just for, like, a hot minute and then put them in a bag and switch. Because after, like, five minutes, I'm like, this hurts. I can't do this. Right. I also can't. It's really hard for me to find a pair that, like, fits perfectly, too. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine, like, woman's shoes on a man's foot. Yeah. And mine are just kind of like narrow, but long. So I don't know, but you make it work. You yeah. Make it work. Would you ever consider a pair of red bottoms? Uh, yeah. If someone wants to buy them for me. <laughs> <laughs> Take note, there everyone. Take note. If anyone wants to buy them. But yeah, they're fun. They're fun. It just, you know, adds a little different dimension. Um, yeah. A little pizzazz. Why not? Of course. So do you wear them to work? No. <laughs> I I would because um, I paint my nails too, which is somewhat new. Um, and I have noticed, especially some among some of my male students, they've been painting their nails. So that kind of makes me happy. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they're feeling kind of comfortable and safe in that space to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there was like some sort of occasion or some sort of event happening at school where maybe it would add some fair. Um, I did actually bring them this year. It was like twin day and I twinned with a colleague. And so we both kind of wore similar outfits and heels. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah. Um, so tell us, tell us more about like your, your job at school, your, your science teacher, what, what topic in science and what grade do you teach? Uh, so high school chemistry, um, basically nine, 10 and 12th grade. So 12th grade is AP chem. Um, and I've been doing, this is my 14th year, if you can believe it. That's insane. I know. I don't know how I've lasted this long. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's good. I'm at a good school. Um, it's one of the top schools in the city. It's a public school. Um, the kids have to test to get in and yeah, it's, it's going good so far. Um, glad to be back, but with this surge right now, it's kind of like slippery slope scenario here. Right. And really across the country, like Chicago, they kind of push back. So they're remote other parts. Like it's a really crazy time right now. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's unique because of the, the wave that we have going on and that the type of variant that is circulating within the community. Um, so like when it comes to like your job, I think it's really cool that, you know, I, I know you're a teacher cause you've posted about it before on your Instagram and whatnot, but I really like the quizzes that you do that you post in your story. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely don't make those questions up. Um, so if anyone thinks that please don't, because I'm not that smart. Um, but usually they come from like a biology book and I just like, sometimes it might be related to a post or mm-hmm. sometimes it's like a picture of a plan and I'm, you know, asking about like either the name or the family or some structure of the plan, but usually it's just random trivia about plants just to get people thinking. And you'd be surprised the number of messages I get since I've been doing it about, Oh, I love your quizzes or your quizzes make me anxious or I learned so much. So it kind of runs the gamut of people's feelings, but it's usually pretty good participation. Once again, it's just something different. Get people thinking. Right. And I mean, there, there are times where I can easily use context clues to get the question right. And then there are other times where I'm just like, I have no idea what the answer to this is and I get it wrong. And I mean, there have been times where I've messaged you and I'm like, Paul, what the heck? What is this? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I try and not make it too, too hard or extraneous, but um, every now and then it's good to give a little challenge. Right. I agree. I mean, especially with, you know, all of us being so into plants, I think it's, it's interesting to kind of understand the chemistry and biology behind it. So, I mean, I mean, chemistry and biology, they have some overlap, right? But Mm -hmm. you're, I think you do a nice job of like balancing out chemistry and biology because if you were to post chemistry questions all the time i'd be like i don't know what 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 this is <laughs> yes um and i think most people would be like that and i think they'd be kind of bored so i mean sometimes it shows up in the type of plant questions i add but um just kind of science in general i would say is kind of how i approach plant care overall like just using logic because chemistry unlike what people might think is quite logical if you take the time to understand it. Um, And so that's kind of my uh, reasoning for why I think plants are pretty easy to care for. Cause if you just understand some of the basics, like the rest, they kind of just take care on their own. Tell us something that we would be surprised to learn about from a chemistry slash biology perspective about plants. About plants. Um, that will help improve our care tips. That will help improve your care. Uh, huh. 
Um, I'm trying to even think. Totally putting you on the spot here. Uh, I know. Um, I guess uh, it's probably something about photosynthesis, I would assume. Um, there's two, I guess, systems for, that for photosynthesis. There's like what's called light dependent and light independent reactions. And so the light independent reactions have to happen first. Um, and so that is with watering, I guess. Um, and then the CO2 and how when you water, it's, I guess what, uh, what I was reading before was like plants have such a delicate balance between the amount of water they can hold on to and then also transpiration where they're kind of releasing that water and they really um they're really is trying to depending on the type of plant it is there really is a delicate balance as to how much water they can expend and because when they open up their stomata right it's to let co2 in but they're also losing water so it's always finding the right balance i'm just always amazed when i learn more and read more about plants i'm just amazed about all the things that they can do. And we don't, we just, we just take it for granted. Right. I, th- I, yeah, I think that too. Um, and I mean, there are so many different topics within biology that I still don't understand. I mean, I bought a biology book and I kind of skimmed through it just so I can understand it's, it's a plant biology book, like the mm-hmm. inner workings of plants, which you know, my hope was to make me a better plant parent, but a lot of it is so detailed and so in depth. I'm like, how does this really relate to a house plant? And what do I need to do in my house to make this happen or not happen? Right. And I mean, I think what it just comes down to is like light. Um, and I always tell people like, that's the most important factor that you should always be considering. Um, and a lot of times people are obsessed with the water and I'm like, stop obsessing over the water part and, just make sure they're not in like a dark corner. <laughs> right. Right. Um, going back to kind of when the stomata opens and the plants release water, there's also a phenomenon called gutation, which is not the same as transpiration. And, and it's actually something that I learned first from one of your quizzes. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I noticed it happening on all of my, pl- uh, not all of my plants, but a good portion of my plants. And so I made a reel about it, but I definitely, you know, learned it from one of your quiz questions, which I Aww. think is pretty cool. That's good. Yeah, I think I thought I find that a very interesting phenomenon too. Um, a lot of times, I'll find that on monsteras or philodendrons. Mm-hmm. Um, and at Different first, yeah, yeah. And at first, I was like, "Oh no, is something wrong?" And I think that's always everyone's first inclination is like they see something awry and think it's you know something's going bad, but really just a way for the plant to kind of just expel some of its extra water. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any plants that have like what are called extra floral nectaries? Yes, I do. Uh, my philodendron Florida green mm-hmm. is always kind of releasing that like sugar water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I had a plant, I have a philodendron Bernard or I don't, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, 
And that's the plant, first plant I noticed it on. And I was like, wait, what is this? And then I had, after doing some research, I was like, oh, this is interesting too. Right. And I noticed my, um, my Mikens has them. Oh, really? Yeah. And you can kind of tell by like the, the little, when the, the sun comes through the window, you can see the little droplets on the back of the leaf, like through mm. the front of the leaf. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think that does make sense because I remember seeing someone posting about this when I was trying to learn more about it on Instagram. And I think one of the pictures was a Mikens, if I remember correctly. Right. Yep. Um, now, are these plants outside your home or inside? No, they're inside. Okay. Because they do attract ants. <laughs> They do. And I think that, um, so I have a plumeria that's planted in the ground outside and I always see those little sugar ants on the tip of the plant, but I haven't really noticed if it's because of that phenomenon or not. Mm-hmm. I need to keep an eye on it this summer. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'll keep you posted. Okay. So, good. so you're in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, I mean, I'm assuming that there are so many different plant shops where you are. So what part of the city do you live in and where do you frequently go plant shopping? Um, so I'm in Hell's Kitchen, which is like the middle of Manhattan, not far from like where all the Broadway shows are. Okay. Um, there is the Flower District in Chelsea, um, which is like a whole street of just kind of like little plant shops and you can buy like plants and like wholesale so that's like where restaurants and other um, businesses will get like their plants from um and they're great if you need like really large plants uh they don't really have a lot of rare plants um every now and then you might find one so if you want like more hard to find plants tropical plants stuff like that you usually have to go to brooklyn so that's where i'll go a lot of times okay why why Brooklyn as opposed to Manhattan? Um, I don't know. I guess there just really isn't a market for it. Um, when I was living uptown, there's this one plant shop that um, I would always go to. And they didn't have a lot of hard-to-find plants, but that's kind of like where I started my plant journey. Mm-hmm. And that was the only one up there, even in Hell's Kitchen, where you think there would be a good plant shop. Because, like, all the gays live here and they all want plants. There is. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I, but there's a lot of plants, like, like bodegas on the corner. They all sell plants. So I feel like a lot of people will get plants there or they'll order plants. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. They're just in Manhattan. There really isn't. There's, like, some cool shops down in Chinatown. But other than that, I don't really know many in Manhattan. A lot of them... Brooklyn, I guess, I don't know, maybe because it's more trendy. That's where all the, the all trendy plant boutiques are. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, it's more yeah. like, yeah, it, trendy in Brooklyn. So I guess um, people that live there would probably be more apt to buy them versus Manhattan. Yeah, and there's so, usually a little more space too. Yeah. So what what other hobbies do you have that you can do in the city because I've only been there a few times. And so when people tell me that they live there, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, what do you do for fun? I mean, it's a city. <sighs> there's, um, I mean, usually if on the weekends I'm with friends, so we'll go out to the bars or we try and do like game nights every now and then, um, board games or 
Have you ever heard of Jackbox? No, I haven't. What is it? Oh, I love it. You should definitely try and play it. Um, you actually, it's, uh, you download it on like, it's an app that you can download on Apple TV, but you use your phones and they have like different games within it. So you could like multiple people can play. Um, that's cool. Like, so it's yeah. like an interactive game, like, yeah. but you have your phone as the remote. Exactly. Okay. So I have like trivia, um, something called Quiplash, which is like they give you a prompt and you have to come up with a funny answer and people vote for it. Like they're all different types of games. Um, so we do that. Um, I'd be lying if I don't say I love my naps, especially when I get home from work. Um, What's your, w- remind me of like what your start and end time for school is like, what time do you get to work? And what time do you get home? I usually get to work somewhere between eight and eight thirty. Um, some days my first class is at eight thirty, and the other days it's at nine forty. And then technically I'm done at three twenty, but depending on what I'm doing, I'll either leave then or some days I might not leave till four. 435 well that's not bad at all eight to eight to five essentially yeah more or less more or less um and i'm only like a half hour from work so it's not too bad right right okay so pardon that interruption um so what continue with the things that you like to do for fun um i've been trying now that broadway is open i'm trying to go back to do more shows see more shows i just saw um Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was good. It's pretty good. Um, there's some other shows that are out. Um, Beetlejuice is coming back, so I want to see Beetlejuice. Um, Harry Potter, The Cursed Child, I really want to see that. Oh, I would love to see that. We're actually, we have a New York City trip planned in at the beginning of February, but I think we might end up canceling because we have Tucker and it's, we have a lot of like travel in February and it just doesn't make sense to leave him with someone for that many days. So, um, but yeah, we were looking at Broadway shows and I, I, I didn't realize that like there are so many shows that happen at one time and I didn't realize that there are multiple theaters. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like tons and tons of theaters, like like spans blocks. Um, and yeah, they'll have multiple shows. And then there's lotteries too. So like the show I went to Moulin Rouge, my friend won a lottery. So the tickets were like thirty eight bucks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because I know they're kind of expensive. Yeah, they can be. Um, so you got to play the lottery because you never know if you're going to win. Yeah. Um, that's a good tip. I'm going to take note there. During the summer, Central Park is fun to hit up. What about the Botanical Gardens? Are there, Is there more than one in New York City? Yeah. Uh, so each borough has one, although I don't think there's one in Manhattan. But the two, I think, pretty... Well, the main one is in the Bronx, the New York Botanical Garden. Um, and I've been to that several times. It's beautiful. I love it. And there's also Brooklyn Botanical Garden. Um, smaller, but also very cute. So when you guys come up here, definitely hit up, I would say, the the main one in the Bronx, the New York Botanical Garden. And it's humongous. And you almost don't even think, like, when you walk the grounds, it almost, like, you don't even realize you're in New York City because it's just so tranquil and wildernessy and all that stuff. It's beautiful. Definitely need to hit that up if we end up going. Thank you for that tip. Yeah, and they always have exhibits and stuff going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like a museum, but a botanical garden. Yeah. Fun. 
Mm-hmm. So I have a few closing questions for you. Okay. Um, and I ask everybody this, so don't feel like you're getting called out. Okay. But if you could meet any plant influencer in person that you haven't already met, who would uh-huh. it be? Uh, good question. Oh, there's so many. Um, I've met a lot, which I'm really fortunate. Um, one would be Stephen House, H-A-U-S, Plant Daddy. Okay. He's in Minnesota, I think. He's like a sweetheart. Erin um, from Clever Bloom. She like runs the account Houseplant Club. She and her someone from Florida wrote the book, um, how to have a houseplant love you or something like that. I can't remember. Do you know what I'm talking about? How how to love a houseplant and have it love you back? Something yeah, like that. That one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, she's really sweet. Uh, Jamie, the Disco Greenhouse. I would love to hang out with her. She's in California. Um, Jeff, the Vibe Space. He's also in California. He's really cool. He's also a teacher. Okay. Yeah. His, um, we recently connected on Instagram and his, I love his content. Yeah. He's great. Um, and then Devin plant vibrations. He's in Pennsylvania. He like does like QVC with his family. Talk about, he does like a lot of outdoor gardening and stuff like that, but he also does like indoor plants. He seems like a cool guy. Wow, I asked for you know? one and you I don't, but um, I know. I'm just I asked for one and you gave me like five, which is I awesome. I know there are there's just so many people that I and I've met like so many wonderful like when I went to Toronto, I was so lucky and I got to meet Julia, Daryl, um and uh, his name is escaping me. Plant um crazy plant guy. Christian. Who, Christian, thank you. So that was really fun. Hi Julia. Like, I see Julia's listening to us right now. Oh, is she? Hi, Julia, if you're listening. Wait, Julia, would you like to say hi? I invited her to say hello really quick. Oh, did you? I did. Let's see. She just needs to come off mute. Yeah, you muted, Julia. (laughs) She's probably like, oh, no, I'm putting on the spot. (laughs) What do I say? Am I speaker ready? (laughs) No. Julia, you don't have to do your hair. Just turn on your mic. Unmute, unmute. Oh my god, I was like, I feel like a boomer. I was trying to figure out how to. <laughs> Didn't you do one hey, of these podcasts? I did, but it felt like so long ago. Oh my god, how are you, girl? I'm good. How are you? Good. I miss you. I miss you too. I miss you too. I'm gonna come in the spring slash summer to see you. Oh, I'm so yeah. jealous that you guys right. met and are already planning other trips. <laughs> of course. David, you need to get up here. Yeah, we got to do a reunion. I know. I know. We should have like a mini, like kind of like BravoCon, but like plant con. Oh, exactly. Listen, I was really sad that both of you could not come to my friend's giving I'm because so Mariah from Utah came out, and then you saw our darling was there, and Susan yep. was there. It was a great time. We actually had a lot of fun. And you had Mark and Leo show up. Yeah, uh, actually, Mark couldn't come, but Leo was there the day before. But yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and Mark lives, like, uh, I don't know, 10, no, like 15 blocks away. He's in the neighborhood, too. So I hang Super out with him close. every now and then. Yeah. So. yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I was definitely jealous, but I, I, I couldn't break away. <sighs> All right, well, you, if you, since you can't come in February, you have to come 
sometime during the spring or summer. Yes. March, March slash April is the time. Is that when you're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so, hey, Paul, we have one closing question for you. And I love that Julia's here because I really liked her answer. Um, okay. the, question, the question is, <laughs> if you could be any plant, what plant would you be? Uh, I'm trying to think what plant Julia chose. <laughs> yeah, Julia, tell us, tell us what you said. Wait, let so me guess. I... Let me guess. <laughs> so I want to say that Julia... Now, I'm not going to... I'm just going to pick, like, a, a, a genius. Um, okay. So I'm going to say she probably was a philodendron. I wish I was a philodendron. I oh. So, honestly, <laughs> I, chose, I did this answer very honestly. I want to be this plant. But knowing myself, this is probably the plant that I am. And I said Calathea. <gasps> yeah, no. Because, I would never guess that. Because I'm very dramatic. If you if I don't okay. get attention, I'll wither away and die. <laughs> but, oh my God. But, like, you know, the foliage is really beautiful. So it might be worth it, you know? That's, that's, my, that's my answer. Unfortunately, it's worth it if you give it enough time, attention, exactly, and love. Exactly, exactly. That's the right answer. She will be the prettiest plant in the garden. Now, <laughs> is there a particular Calathea? Oh God, I don't know. Probably the hardest one. <laughs> the hardest one. I have one, I think, and it's an Orbifolia. Oh yeah, I know that one that you post all the time. It's really yeah. gorgeous. It is pretty. I mean, when it doesn't have brown everywhere, yeah, it's really pretty. But it yeah. really, it like is the one of few plants that actually knows it's winter right now and is hating life. Mm. Um, but I, it's Margaret after my late mom, so I can't just give it away. Aww. I love so, that. Oh, that's cute. I know, but she is really driving me crazy here. <laughs> um, but Clancy, I would never guess that. Okay, for me, so I, I actually did this once because I, I hosted. Um, a plant workshop and this was before covid okay and kind of as like an icebreaker i asked you know if you were a plant what would you be and we went around and i think i'm going to give the same answer i gave then because i don't think it's really changed but i would be an air plant mm. okay and why is that um because i don't need no soil aka i don't need <laughs> no man to be happy i could just <laughs> hang on whatever just miss me spray me dunk me whatever and i'll be That's happy hilarious. And you only get me to bloom once, and then I'm done. <laughs> That's funny. And you you have quite the air plant collection yourself, don't you? Um, I've got three, six, nine, about ten air plants. The Xerographica is my favorite. Oh, that's probably maybe another reason. I mean, there's other plants, but, like, um, some air plants are actually native to El Salvador, which is where I was born. So the Xerographica... Oh, being one of them which is probably my favorite air plant that's the big one right yes With the th yes gorgeous yeah. yes I, I i love that i love that for you yeah so i'd probably be an air plant just to be different because i guess i am somewhat different i'm probably much more extroverted than i look on instagram than i probably am in real person i think i'm probably a little more boring in real person uh absolutely not <laughs> Ju Thank and Julia you. can attest to that. So yes, we she went did. Out. We did. We, we clowned. We had like two. We yeah, we had two. We had two days of of, uh, oh, yeah, that's of true. hanging out in Toronto. It was fun. I can't wait to go back. 
Yes. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Julia, thanks so much for joining us. This is so oh, unexpected and been, what a great surprise. <laughs> I've been painting my uh, my coffee table that my brother and I have made and I've been listening to you guys the entire time and it's been a very good episode. Oh, thank you. And no how's problem. that office coming along? It's it's coming along. It's a task, yeah. but it's coming along. I'll do a review That's good. soon. Yay. Yes, we can't wait to see your final product. Yeah, thank you. And all the plants you add on top of the coffee table. Oh, yes. They'll be <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, hey, Paul, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure actually talking to you. I think this is our first like conversation that we've had. So appreciate your time and getting to know you a little bit better. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Of course. And we will all be in touch soon. And yes. I hope you guys have a rest uh, a, a good rest of your Sunday afternoon. 